0: Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to season 27 in the book of Revelation. This is episode number 11. I'm going to title today "He Who Has an Ear." Could be just as easily "She Who Has an Ear." Now, to open this passage, we find the Lord Jesus. He's walking amidst the churches, which are in Western Turkey, in reality, and uh, he looks and he sees and he cares and he commends a few things, and then he's going to warn. And beckon uh, and it's all going to be done with this attitude of, of, of love yesterday we, we talked about the sort of this grief of a lost love that the Ephesians had kind of divorced the, divorced the Lord and in that we, we sense the grief and behind that the love for his people in Ephesus so we stood amazed that the offenses towards God and also be recoverable. So that's the that's the beauty of this. So there is repentance of mind. There is repentance of action. And remember that behind all this duty is the dearness. That's a that's a big theme of the church of, of Ephesians. So behind all of this, we hear of God's desire that we be near and that we be dear. All right. So read with me. This is this is the end of the passage, of the rebuke and encouragement to the church of Ephesus this is from Revelation chapter two and i'm going to read verses six and seven yet this you have you hate the works of the nicolaitans which i also hate verse seven he who has an ear let him hear what the spirit says to all of the churches to the one who conquers i will grant to eat the tree of life which is in the paradise of god all right so the nicolaitans according to the commentators, were some sort of heretical Christian sect. They're not really identifiable either from the New Testament or from extra-biblical evidence. There's a a nearby church in Pergamum in 214, uh, which we'll get to uh, tomorrow, and they were involved with a heresy of sexual immorality uh, involving the worship of the the made-up god, small g, Balaam. And the point is that they were doing something that God hates. So think about this. Even though we don't know the specifics, there is stuff that God hates. There are ideas and non-truths that oppose him, that come against the reality of his truth. Truth. And that is to say that they come against him. So here's a soundbite: that God opposes that which opposes him. God hates that which resolutely hates him now i understand that at one time we were all enemies of god even believers were enemies of of god so he does have some you know fudge factor for this and grace towards this in a sense we were opposing god and he tolerated us and was patient with us and was faithful toward us who are generally ungrateful and uncooperative and that is one of his wonderful characteristics which is his steadfast love, his hesed. All right, but this, the Nicolaitans here, are deliberately diverting from the path of God. And as they were warned about in 1 John, they made a practice of bad theology, which 99% of the time results in bad practices. Write this down. Making a practice of bad theology practically results in bad practices. No big surprise there. All right, but there's good news here for the Ephesian Church. The Lord says, "You hate the things that God hates. this means that they agree with God, and what a fun, what a wonderful thing that we can touch the Almighty in this way that we can elevate ourselves to to agree with the mind of God." So we can use his spirit here to help our heads and maybe we don't have the Nicolaitans in our church to oppose and hate and say no to, but there's probably something on the internet or popular culture or something that he wants us to be intolerant to. He wants us to say no to. So he who has an ear. I loved this part and I'm going to title this, but you know, it's the, are you listening? Are you tuned do you have tuned spiritual ears to do what they're supposed to do which is to receive communication. So just a great practical question is do you have a good spiritual ear? I think it starts with humility, I think it starts with quietness, you know putting your hand over your mouth and then actively listening. And what a wonderful thing to say about a person is that oh she had a good ear. So I think what that means practically is they're wise, discerning, attentive and tuned in. You're going to need the ear because the Spirit is saying things. The Spirit is speaking. And, our, and the question for us is, are we listening personally? Are we listening corporately? What is the Spirit of Jesus saying to you and your church? And what a fun process to be in. This is the good stuff. This is the great spiritual adventure. <clears throat> All right, so then the, then to the one who conquers. and. The idea here is we're in a bit of a battle it's more than a bit of a battle it's an epic battle and there's opposing stuff to get the best of and we do this by being on the right team obviously it's not in our power that we're gonna you know whoop these things it's being on the right team and having the right leader capital L Jesus the right rescue and the right abilities that are in the Lord And stick around here because we're going to be conquering dragons and beasts and antichrists and powers that are arrayed against him. And what's the good news here? Well, there's this tree of life. Now, remember, the tree of life was in the it's on the first page of the Bible and it's on the last page of the Bible, almost literally there. It was in the Garden of Eden, but it's going to be restored when we get to Revelation chapter 22. It's this eternal life that was promised by its fruit was blocked by the Lord, by, by our exile. All right, so here's some conclusions today from this wonderful uh, uh, passage. Are you opposing God? You know, don't be that guy. And if so, you may be facing the opposition of God himself. It's so you know, scary and sobering. The idea is obey and agree with God, obey him, and maybe even ask him humbly, what would you have me agree with you about? Would it be stewardship of your ideas or your work or your calendar or maybe stewardship of your service or your body or your fellowship? You know, Are you engaged in the battle? And I think humbly here, my favorite was, do you have an ear? Do you have the conviction to hear from the Lord? Then you you get the message, and you get into the battle, and you, you engage the ears, but then next you engage the hands to the task. So in conclusion today, do you have an ear? Let's listen to the Lord. Thanks for listening.